the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ugly details, ugly details on uh, Ohio State Rep Bob Young's domestic violence incident. We'll get to those after we begin the final half hour of the program with Scott, who has called our number at 844-TALK-989. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Scott. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and add my comments to the issue one uh, issues that you brought up earlier. Uh, a common sense issue, in my opinion, that we should all vote for this this issue. For issue one, um, you're talking about raising the threshold to ab- amend the Ohio Constitution. Absolutely, yes. Um, we and my wife and I have been working tirelessly in trying to get the truth out there about this. Is the as the other side has made this into a partisan issue, unfortunately, but uh, it really isn't a partisan issue. It's a common sense issue. And uh, if the, the Ohio Democratic Party requires a 60% vote to change their constitution. Yes, they do. Yeah. And the League of Women Voters requires 66%. So I really don't understand why both sides can't come together and and uh, do what makes sense for Ohio here. Yeah, thank you, Scott. I appreciate that call and that perspective, and you're absolutely right. Uh, it should not be easy to amend a state constitution. That is a matter of great gravity. And for the electorate to do it, I also agree with you that it should take more than 50% plus one. I have friends who disagree with me, uh, conservative friends. Their fear is born in the fact that they think the left will eventually use this to get some other policy into state law. I will worry about that problem when it comes. Sufficient unto the day is the worry thereof. I want to protect unborn children, unborn life. And to those on the Democratic side of the aisle who would say, the only reason this is on the ballot is to make it harder to abort children in Ohio. My response is, yeah, so? Because I want to make it as hard as possible. I want to make it impossible for them to abort unborn children in the state of Ohio. And I ended the last segment by saying, Republicans are not blameless. They have people who say things and don't follow up and aren't honest, but not to the degree of punting on making human trafficking a felony. No, no, that's not a Republican position. But like I say, there are Republicans who lose it from time to time and who embarrass the party and themselves. And such is State Representative Bob Young of the Canton area. The details on his domestic violence over the weekend suggest to me that he is either an out-of-control ogre or he has some kind of substance abuse problem that manifests itself in him being an out-of-control ogre. It is ridiculous to me that Bob Young has pleaded not guilty to two misdemeanor charges of domestic violence and a felony count of disrupting public services after keeping a family member from calling 911 because he was an out-of-control idiot. 
The worst part of this is that a child at his home, I presume one of his own, looked out the window in the wee hours of Saturday and saw Bob Young strike a female, most likely his mother, the child's mother. Now, Speaker of the House Jason Stevens had been at this home that night for a fundraiser and left, and then this happened. You don't have to have a fertile imagination to assume a scenario where some drinking, celebratory drinking took place at this party. I don't blame Jason Stevens for this. I'm not a fan of his. I think he's a turncoat. I think he's a backstabber. I think he's a liar. But I'm not at all suggesting that he aided and abetted Mr. Young in this deplorable activity. And Stevens has, in fact, called for Young to resign, which good for Stevens on that. But the child looked down and saw Bob Young arguing with a female family member, and then he slapped her in the face after he threw the woman's phone into the swimming pool, and I believe it's been reported the woman was Bob Young's wife. When she told him he was she, that she was going to call 911, he threw her phone in the swimming pool. So then she ran, left. A friend of the female family member tried to intervene, put her hand over Young's face. He grabbed her arm and struck her as well. I got more. It gets worse. Why is this guy fighting his resignation? Give it up. Get out of state government. You're unfit. One of the women fled to a nearby relative's house about a mile away. Young shows up at the relative's house eight hours later, probably after he slept off or tried to sleep off his bender. If, in fact, that is what precipitated this action. A relative met Mr. Young at the front door and told him he was not welcome to enter, and uh, Mr. Young responded in the childish and churlish way of channeling his inner offensive lineman, lowering his shoulder, running into the person, and then busting through a glass door. How mature. Not. Now, to cap off all of this stupidity, the person who Young charged at the door works with him in the family business, which will make the resultant restraining order sought by the cops in this case a little problematic. How do you work with somebody who you have a restraining order to stay away from? That's Bob Young's problem now, and it's 100% of Bob Young's creation. Wow. Go away, Bob Young. Go away. Work on your personal demons. They appear to be considerable. Now, I've talked about the uh, demonic influence on the Democratic Party. There's power, there's access to power, there's money all tied up in politics. And I've always been amazed when the Republican, when the Democratic Party endorses a godless dis, uh, position like it does on child sex trafficking, like it does on transgenderism, like it does on abortion. I'm always amazed. Is there not one good man or woman in the Democratic Party who goes, mm, this is a bridge too far. I'm out of here. I'm not going to be affiliating with this 
nonsense. And if I have to continue to embrace it, this is how you get idiotic positions like Democrats who say, well, I'm I'm personally the the uh, uh, Mario Cuomo position. You know, I'm personally against abortion, but as a political party, uh, I think it's important that we uh, stand up for uh, women's rights. Uh huh. If you're personal. So you're saying there's a difference between your personal conviction and the convictions that you would hold as a leader in terms of trying to influence others. Are you following positions that you know are in error? Is that why you won't recommend them to others? It's stupid. That's a stupid reason. Georgia State Representative Misha Maynard has had enough of it. Misha Maynard, a black woman, served in the Georgia House as a Democrat. Not anymore. She has changed her affiliation to the Republican Party. And uh, here is the reason she gave as to why she's done that. A reporter asked me yesterday, the, the Republicans feel this way about X, Y, and Z. And I told her, if you look at a black community, there has not been a Republican elected there ever. So the problems in that community are not the Republicans. We cannot say that the problem are Republicans. It's black elected leaders. I am not the only person um, in Georgia, in my district, that feels this way. I am the only one that's stepping up and saying enough is enough. Um, If you really care about black people, the black people that are elected need to do something about the issues for the black people that they represent. Hello, Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Linden, Hilltop, Near East Side. All those Democrats you voted for over the years. An entirely Democratic city council. Judges who can't get reelected as Republicans have to change their political affiliation to Democrats. And yet, you never asked the question she asked, which is, how's it the fault of Republicans that our neighborhoods continue to be unsafe, poorly educated? How's it the fault of Republicans if we never have elected a Republican? She asked that question. Why aren't you asking it? One more soundbite from uh, Misha Maynard, the Georgia former Democrat who is now a Republican. She said a lot of things critical of the Democratic Party, that they are not serving the black community, that they are selling them a bill of goods. And she is um, taking all kinds of heat for it. It doesn't sound to me like she really cares. You know, I stand by everything that I said. Um, The Democrat Party has not been focusing on black Americans for quite a while now. Um, We cannot say that we care about people in marginalized communities if we want to keep them suppressed and oppressed. Um, One of the things that bothered me the most is when I would ask them, why are we doing this? Why is it okay for kids to not be able to read? We're in chat GPT um, right now. What are we doing? Their response to me was, We've got to give them hope. We've got to give them hope. So they need to just stay where they are. Hope is what we're going to give them. And in response, I would say, since when is a lie hope? Right? In our community committee meetings, they actually would say that parents of poor children, right, 
Parents of poor children could not make decisions for them. They needed the lawmakers to make the decisions for their children. I, I completely do not agree mm. with that. I'm happy to be a part of the Republican Party now so we can address those well, issues. Okay. So she was on Fox this morning with Bill Hemmer. And uh, welcome. Welcome. The Republican Party's a big tent. We are adding Hispanics. We are adding blacks. Because Republican policies work. Because we don't discriminate. Because if you work hard, meritocracy, you can and will be rewarded. We don't require putting a foot on the scale to give somebody an advantage. It does nothing to right a past wrong to do that. All it does is increase the wrongdoing and pick and choose winners and losers. That is not American. So welcome to the Republican Party, Misha Maynor. Hopefully others will be inspired by your courage to change and to announce the change and to say true things about the failures that Democrats demonstrate with their policies every single day. What did you have for dinner last night? Did you have uh, what Joe Biden had, which is uh, nothing? Joe Biden did not have dinner last night, or he might have had it in his room, probably with his jammies on, watching Mannix. But he did not have it with other world leaders at the NATO summit. Yes, Joe Biden skipped dinner last night because he was said to be fatigued. Now, if you watched Joe Biden yesterday, uh, bumbling and stumbling his way through a uh, dog and pony show of a public appearance with the King of England, where, by the way, he walked in front of King Charles, which is a verboten, according to protocol. (laughs) If you watched him at the NATO summit, where he had to be shown to a desk in a mammoth room. There's one desk. There's one chair. There's a piece of paper on the desk. There's nothing else in the room. Biden walks in. World leader, like, holds his arm out, like, hey, there's the desk. Go sit there. Go sign that paper. And Biden goes, my signature? That's it? My signature? Yes. Yes! That's it. And he was too fatigued last night to go to dinner. This is the third time. Third time. Biden has skipped dinner while on a diplomatic trip. He skipped a dinner with world leaders in Indonesia last year and again in Japan in May. And now at the NATO summit. Joe Biden's really old, folks. He's really old and he's looking older and more addled and inept every single day. And you know whose fault that is, right? It's not Joe Biden's fault. That's for sure. Just take the word of Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe today. I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying if you are managing a president's schedule and you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off plane. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him, and you need to make a pathway. And you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop, okay? Let him do his job. Let him do his speeches. Let him work on policy. Let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president that we've seen uh, since Clinton. But my God. 
Make sure, you know, your Secret Service, you're his staff, that you were there and you're telling him what's next. And it's not because don't don't take this as, oh, he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage and we've been on stage, right. I've done speeches and I'm so nervous. I'm doing the speech. I'm trying to get it right. And when it's done. I don't know which way to go. BS. I'm looking for direction. So do a better job because you can't have these video images of the president tripping or the president like going the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor. (laughs) And it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. Oh, yeah. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. Well, and and, and the schedule. It makes me mad. Oh, makes her mad. Well, we can't have Morning Mika mad. No. Uh, well, there's a lot there. I always try to end the program on an up note. I don't know of any way I could possibly end on a more up note than hearing a leftist like Mika Brzezinski blame Joe Biden's staff for Joe Biden being an addled, oatmeal-brained, inept president who can't walk off a stage without tripping over a sandbag that was there to hold something down on a windy day in Annapolis, Maryland, and it's his staff's fault that he tripped over the sandbag. Don't take this that he can't get from one place to another. Spend a minute talking about how he can't get from one place to another. His staff, his staff does not do a good job helping him out. What are they supposed to do? They're supposed to walk out there like you'd rather you got you got to have. I know you want the Easter Bunny to walk with him while he's talking with Prince Charles. I don't know. I'm just gonna guess Easter Bunny at a big Buckingham Palace celebration. Probably not part of the King's protocol. You can't have it both ways, Mika. On one hand, you can't have Corinne Jean identity hire. Tell me that Joe Biden is so robust and with it that she can barely keep up with him. And on the other hand, have him be so addled that he can't figure out how to get off a stage that he presumably wasn't like transported there Star Trek style. I've given a lot of speeches too, Mika. You know where I go after a speech? I retrace my steps as to how I got up there to the stage. That works for me. Every time, not one time in my life have I ever exited a stage after giving a speech in a different way than I walked up there. Don't even attempt to make it sound like this is a hard thing for him to execute. Oh, gee, where do I go? Over here? Over here? Huh? Huh? What? Where do I go? This guy, he cannot possibly be there. We don't, we don't live well enough to deserve the entertainment of them trying to push this addled failing president over the finish line. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.